0: I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and you're welcome to the Dairy Edge, the Chagas Dairy Podcast. We're bringing you the latest information, insights and opinion to improve dairy farm performance. We are into the month of February and a lot of farmers have cows calved and out to grass. Dairy advisor Richard O'Brien has advice on getting through covers and hitting the 30% graze target by the 1st of March. And I first asked him about the current grass situation.
1: Yeah, if you look at farms at the minute, there's a lot of grass out there. Uh, it's actually a very good complaint. It's 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 probably twenty or thirty percent more grass than we had this, than this time last year. I suppose the major advantage is that ground conditions this year are actually very very good. We've gone through uh, like the month of January has been very very dry and land is dried out exceptionally well. So ground conditions are good. There's an a, an awful amount of grass, but that's that that's actually a good thing uh, to have all this grass. And it, the problem here now will be. To get through this grass. And it's a good problem to have. And you know, to, to get 30% graze by the 1st of March will be a real challenge on farms.
0: And just picking up there, Richard, I was at a discussion group with a group of young farm managers last week and there was a debate about, do I get my heifers out early? Do I let some dry cows out? What's your experience and what's your advice for these farmers? And, and
1: my, my experience even the last, uh, since Christmas, is farmers have put heifers out because ground conditions were good, be it in outside blocks or home blocks where they've got heifers out out or even dry cows out to get through some heavy covers because you know after christmas i've come across a couple of covers there of 13 1400 of an average farm cover and that was 20 days ago so now those covers if they didn't graze down would have been very high some of the real heavy paddocks would have been very high the heavy covers would have been very uh, very heavy
0: Is there any health warning letting heifers or dry cows out where they're in very good condition or say above target?
1: Yeah, well, heifers, no, heifers, it's very good for heifers, obviously, because they will actually do quite well. And in the month of January, heifers have done quite well because the weather was very good Uh, for dry cows. uh, For cows, just obviously, you know, for for cows that are heavily pregnant, you're obviously going to watch them. You know, you're not going to starve the cows or make sure that they're getting enough in at, at that stage of the year.
0: And then if we consider, you know, we have a spring rotation planner and there are nice targets, 30 percent for the month of February, another, say, 30, maybe 35 percent by Paddy's Day and then the subsequent grass um, up until Magic Day. But if we look at the first month, so our first 30 percent, this is going to be a challenge for farmers. And how do you advise farmers to tackle the 30 percent given the heavy covers?
1: Yeah, so the first thirty percent is going to be a challenge. So the first thing is to look at you have to go to light covers, and there's no way I'm going to get through. If you look at any of the information from pasture base over the years, is in a, in a normal year there's only farmers are only grazing twenty percent, and when we have thirty percent more grass, it's going to be harder to get that thirty to forty percent grazed. The weather at the minute is dry, land is dry, so we go to the lighter covers first, uh, and the second thing here is is the confidence to go day and night. So obviously the cows might stay in for a couple of days after. They might be in the clostrum herd straight after calving. But a couple of days after calving is to be confident, at even at high stocking rates, up to three to three and a half cows per hectare. And any of the feed budgets that I have done is that there's enough grass out there at an average farm cover around 1,200. There's enough grass out there to go day and night, at three kilograms a meal. So you go day and night, three kilograms a meal. Now that might go up or down the meal level depending on, on weather but in general, if the weather is dry, and to go to lighter covers. And I have a target there that I've set for farmers is to get, you know, it's the first, a lot of the time in the spring rotation planners, it's the second half of February that there's a lot of the of, of the 30% made up. But we don't have enough time for that to recover for the second round. So it's really to get through the first 15% in the 15 days of February. That's, that's a fair target. So I, I think the first thing I'd be saying to farmers is, measure out that 15%, identify today the lowest covers go out and walk the farm identify the lowest covers that are on the farm calculate that 15% that I have to get through that and how much I have to graze per day to get through that 15% and then I go after the next 30, uh, next 15% and after that
0: and I guess too you know when, when you look at it you're saying that you know two or three days in the colostrum herd and then they're with the main herd they're out at grass and if we look at how well fertility is working on a lot of farms there's more and more cows calving in early February so there's more and more cows to eat that grass And it's just, as you say, have the confidence to get out uh, and graze it.
1: Yeah, it's the confidence and, and it's actually an advantage this year that we'll have a more compact with all the grass out there and to get through that first 30%. And again, the first 30% is the most important part. We talk about the Spring Rotation Planner, 30% in, in by the 1st of March, 30% by Paddy's Day. But the first 30% or the first 15% is the most important part. And it's simple mathematics. It's the amount of time between the Paddocks graze to the second round. And our second round is going to be around the 5th of April to the 10th of April. Heavier farms might be different, but roughly around the fifth of April. So it's the length of time. I need fifty days at least before I get around back to my
0: uh, first paddock grazed. And then, if we consider, um, you know, a figure that we use um, in terms of getting cows out to grass in the spring, it's worth two seventy per cow per day. Um, when I spoke to Fergus Boak and John Maher last autumn, they would have said. This year, given the feed costs associated with, you know, supplement last autumn, it'll probably be in excess of three euro per cow per day. Would you comply with that based on what supplements people were feeding on farm uh, during the winter period?
1: Absolutely. So if you look at, we all know what's happened last uh, last summer with the drought and that. So there's a lot of deer feed in, in, in the pits anyway. So and concentrate this year will probably be up anyway so there's a massive opportunity here if i can get uh you know an early lactation a cow probably is only going to eat 10 and every week then the cow is going to eat an extra kilogram up to 18 kilograms but if i can keep my my concentrate level at three kilograms no silage going into the situation and and fully grass It'll be well, we'll easily save three euros a day by doing that.
0: And then when we look at your experience, okay, I know that we can look at 2019 now and look, we don't know what way the weather's going to come in the next two months or so. And if we look back at last year, it was a very difficult spring. But if you cast your mind back maybe for the last five, six years, what do you see working really well on the dairy farms that you're dealing with?
1: Like the far, like the farms I'm dealing with, the, the first thing is, I would say, is you have to go out and walk the farm. You know, you cannot make a decision on any farm without there going out and walking the farm. If, if you're doing a grass cover, all the better. You can put measurements on it, walk the farm, see how much much grass is out there. And actually just before cows start calving, it's actually put that spring rotation planner, uh, creating a spring rotation planner, but actually writing it down and putting it in a place that's visible that I can see it. The second thing I see that people doing is with the spring rotation planner is have the map of the farm, have your map of the farm beside the spring rotation planner and actually on that map, identify the fields that you're going to graze on that map in the first 30% or the first 15% or they light like covers, put it on that map and it works quite well. Um... Yeah, and there are two tips that I would see for lads for this spring that they should do.
0: Yeah, and then if we just look at something that you would have mentioned at the Grassland Conference, you know, on the average, farmers are hitting 20% grazed in February. Yes, yes. And, and you mentioned that some people are actually, you know, the opposite side of the 30 so they're actually hitting 40% I, I
1: yeah I would always encourage and especially weather like today I know today is is, is, is frosty and snow but if the weather is dry I, I have this thing in my head it always go a bit harder than the targets we have targets there but take advantage of the dry weather uh, there's al- there will always be a, that's a quote I've got from a farmer there will always be a wet week So the cows could end up in for for a week, whatever. So if I reach 40% or if I have 20% graze by the 15th of February, I've actually done a good job. And the confidence to say that is uh, you you will have a good job done. You've taken advantage of the weather. You've got better utilization of the grass. And and it's actually a a plus as regards saving money. And also I'd also say to people once I get to the first of March, keep looking, or the fifteenth of February, keep looking back on the first paddocks grazed. Because it gives me a great indication of what's what's coming back behind me. And like, you know, I remember a couple of years ago being on farms where on the end at the end of March, the first paddocks grazed, there were still only four or five hundred on them. And that was probably the worst spring we've ever had. But, you know, I'd hope that those paddocks, especially if, if we get good weather, that we grass growing and those but I so, so in other words I keep I, I need to keep looking back onto the first paddocks grazed to see what the regrowths are like.
0: And I suppose the, the spring planner that you make out it's a living document so you know your target is say you know your 30 or your 40 percent you know you're, you're hitting those targets but they can all be adjusted and they will be adjusted based on farm walks throughout the spring.
1: Absolutely you have to keep and some yeah it's, it's about being flexible you know, you have to make a plan and the plan is there and, and the plan can change as the year goes on. Uh, absolutely. And play the weather. We, we can't, you know, if I set out on going to graze an acre every day, like if you look at the 30 percent, is like grazing 1 percent of my farm. If I have a 100 acre farm, it's grazing 1 percent is an acre every day. But don't get too hung up on that. If the weather is very, very good. Go a bit ahead of yourself and, 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 you know, take advantage of the weather as well. You have to be a bit flexible within the system.
0: And and then finally, Richard, I think you've given us a really, really good tip in terms of just getting out, regardless of what way you measure or whether you put the figures down, um, you know, get out and measure or or get out and and look at the grass. What other tips would you have for farmers for the next, say, 30 days? Yeah, in summary,
1: I'd say, yeah, you get out like, you know, we're starting to graze, cows are starting to calf now at this stage, get out, walk the farm, see how much grass is out there. I have this target again of the 15% grazed by the by the, the 15th of February. Target that. Identify those low covers that that are in that 15% to get that amount of ground grazed. If there's a lot of if I'm at a lower stocking rate or if my cows are more spread, um, not as compact calving, I probably need to get other stock out to get through the covers, and that's good. You know, it, that's not a, a disadvantage. We're going to save silage. Uh, uh, with getting heifers out and actually heifers will do far better out than than in indoors for that period.
0: That's great. Thank you, Richard. That's it for this week's episode of the Dairy Edge podcast and my thanks to Richard O'Brien for joining me on this week's show. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts as well as Spotify and for more information go to the Chagas website at chagas.ie. I'm Emma-Louise Coffey and join me next time for your Dairy Edge.